Hi everyone, welcome to Career Chat. I'm your host, Grace Wyckoff. I'm a member of the class of 2023 here at DeSales and I'm a career ambassador. Get ready to hear from our professional staff, career ambassadors, members of the DeSales community, and of course, some very special guests. I look forward to all of us learning together. Now, let's jump right into it. Hi, everybody. I'm Grace Wyckoff, and welcome back to this week's episode of Career Chat. Today, I'm here with Kayla. Kayla, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, my name is Kayla Vaught, and I am a class of 2020 DeSales grad, and I currently work for the Lehigh Valley Phantoms hockey team and the PPL Center Arena in Allentown as a sport and entertainment marketing manager. Awesome. And would you also mind talking about your background, how you ended up at DeSales and what you did there that led you to where you are now? Yeah, sure. So I actually was a transfer into DeSales. I always knew that I wanted to work in arts, entertainment, sports, live events. So I actually did my first year of undergrad at Pace University in New York City. And then after spending a year there, I kind of just missed the sense of community that I thought I could get at a more traditional college because the city school is just so different. So I ended up transferring to DeSales because I am from the Lehigh Valley and I wanted to be more in like a hometown school. Uh, So I transferred to DeSales and I was thinking, how am I going to meet anybody on campus? You know, how am I going to make friends? Everybody has their friends from freshman year and now I'm transferring it as a sophomore. And that is how I found the Career Center and Kristen Eichholz there. And she offered me a position and that is kind of where like my whole career journey took off from there. I got to meet so many people going in to the school year, having like this group of friends already and coworkers, and then taught me just so much about professional development and personal development. That's awesome. Well, we're so glad you ended up here. Um, what is the post-graduate transition? I know that's what we're going to talk about today. So would you mind explaining what, a little bit about what that is? Yeah, sure. So going from college to your first job is like just this crazy journey that you can think you're prepared for. And at the end of the day, like it's going to be so entirely different than anything you could imagine. You go from having this like schedule in college, maybe you have classes Monday, Wednesday, Friday, maybe you have classes every day, but you're done by 3 p.m. And you have like a break in between classes where you can see your friends and do your laundry and whatever. Um, And then if you transition into a more traditional nine to five role, it is just like such a whirlwind of learning how to figure out what your new priorities are and taking care of yourself and figuring out your personal goals and then your professional goals and like redefining who you are as a person and also as an employee. Yeah, I think that's a really good definition of it. As somebody who's about to go through it, I'm very excited <laughs> to hear you talk about this today. Um, and what sparked your interest in speaking about this today? Um, I know you came into our career development planning class um, and talked about this, and it was so good. Um, and what have you Thank taken you. from your postgrad transition and decided to talk about this today? Yeah, so my biggest thing is always that you need to create your own opportunities. And there are a million things that DeSales and the Career Center, specifically the Career Development Center, have to offer you at DeSales. But at the end of the day, if you're not taking advantage of those things and also going out on your own to find more professional development things, it's going to make that transition into your first job so much more difficult. 
Totally. I totally agree. Do you have any, some, any like specific tips or resources? I know you said the career center has some or any with going out on your own that you could um, provide for students who are trying to navigate this? Yeah, of course. So the Career Development Center obviously has your resume review, your cover letter review, your mock interview, all of those things that you should definitely be taking advantage of. But also one of the most important things that I found during the transition period was building my network, whether that was my network of the sales communities, current students, professors, alumni, and then also going onto LinkedIn and finding other young professionals who might be your same major, but at a different school, or they have an internship that you really want. Look for people who are your age, who are going to end up getting there when you get there too. And you'll have this really robust network of people who have all the same experiences that you're having right now, instead of trying to like reach for someone who is maybe 10 years older, more established in your career. Totally. Yeah. I never thought about that until you came and said that in class of like building your network of young people is just as important because that is like the future of the industry too. Um, And also like a good network and group of people who are kind of all going through the same experience. And I thought that was a really good point that I feel like I never even thought about. Yeah. You're definitely going to be more likely to find someone who wants to talk to you and is willing to sit down um, with someone who's younger and other people who are like really grinding right now than you are with someone who's maybe like significantly busier. Yeah, for sure. And you can still get like good information for that next step too. Yeah. And you never know who knows who or who's had what internship or opportunity to and who they can then connect you with from there. Yeah, definitely. I feel like that's, we just did our last podcast was on informational interviewing and cold messaging. And that was one thing we talked about too, is like always asking like, all right, who else can you connect me with too? Yes, absolutely. Who knows all those people, who knows a bunch of other people. Um, it can lead to a really, really large network, which is really cool too. Yeah. If you have some like general advice, maybe like one thing um, that you feel like somebody could really apply and like take away as they go into this post-grad transition, what would that advice be? The most general thing that I can say is like always be your own advocate and be your own like cheerleader. But there are so many layers to that, like really setting yourself up in a place where you are talking about your goals and telling anyone who will listen, this is who I am. These are the experiences I've had. These are my goals. Because like we were just saying, like you never know who knows someone who might know someone who might connect you. And just like at the end of the day, no one is going to hand you a job or hand you an experience. You need to work for them. So making sure that you are setting yourself up to get those experiences and working for them in every way possible, whether that's building your network or going out of your way to stop in the career center going out of your way to do an online certificate program or something like that, that is not something that DeSales offers, but something that you really specifically want to learn more about, like learning it, going out there and figuring it out for yourself. Because like, again, no one is going to advocate for you as well as you can advocate for yourself. Totally. Yeah. And I love how you're brought up about like still learning new skills. I know something we yeah. talked about is, you know, you never stop learning. And, you know, that's a really great way to develop your skills and like further you in your career as you're kind of in this like in between period. Um, so I think that's a really good point to add too. And then as, you know, students are starting the job search, I literally went in 
secure office the other day at work. And I was like, I don't even know what I'm is going on. Video. When do I apply for jobs? Like, what is happening? <laughs> um, what kind of advice do you have, like, as far as the like tangible aspects of the job search as you're kind of navigating that for the first time? Yeah, so I think it's really important to have realistic expectations But also, as much as you might want to get your first job, you want to make sure that that first job is also the right job for you. You shouldn't just accept something because it's an offer. You shouldn't just apply to things because they're jobs. You should be applying to things that feel right. And the job description is something that you actually think is going to further you professionally. Um, I definitely fell into a little bit of the trap of people accepting offers and me feeling like, oh my gosh, I want to graduate and have a job lined up like everybody else. It seems like does. So I just started applying for random things. Like I was applying to work in music studios, like as a receptionist or to work at um, like a Sony music in their mail room. And I just started thinking to myself, like, I guess it's good to get into the industry, but also like I have a degree and I have all of these experiences and internships and I have this network, like I shouldn't be settling for an opportunity just because I feel like I need to have a job. Like I should really wait until I find the right thing that is going to further me professionally and that where I'm going to be learning not just networking or whatever you're doing in that first job, maybe. Yeah, totally. I feel like you're, you know, in your mind interviewing the company as much as they're interviewing you too. Absolutely. It's really important Um, because yeah, you see a lot of people fall into that trap of just like, well, I need to do something, which, you know, can, you know, honestly like take you off track a little bit too from like what Mm -hmm. your goals really are and like knowing what those goals are. Yeah. Um, how has learning and now educating about this a few times um, about the postgrad transition changed you as a person, student, and as a professional? It has definitely reminded me of the fact that just because I am comfortable and steady in my current position, that doesn't mean that I should be like staying stagnant. I should still be making sure that I'm asking my boss what my strengths and weaknesses are and asking for those one year, six months, three months, whatever reviews. Like I should still be, if I'm interested in learning something new, asking if there's any resources at work where I can be training to learn new things or going out on my own to do more certificates or things like that. It's kind of reminding me to not get too comfortable in this position because as much as I love my job right now and I do feel very comfortable after being here for one year like there is still so much more to learn and if I want to grow and move up I need to kind of do that for myself because again the whole theme here is like no one is going to come to me and say you need to do this certificate if you want to get a promotion it's more of like if I want it I should know how to learn how to do whatever maybe I should get a certificate in Google Analytics if I want to get more into analytical marketing, you know, or maybe I should get a certificate in something completely different, like sales in sports, even though I'm doing marketing, a lot of that is sales. So maybe I should learn more about it so that I can say I have all of this background and the experience on top of it. Yeah, definitely. And you're kind of, and you're still in your post-grad transition to some extent. So like what's next for you as you like continue to navigate this? Yeah. So this is my second job post-grad, but it's really only my two and a half year mark 
since graduating. So I, uh, my first job I got out of college, I got through a professor to sales who mentioned me to someone at a company who had an open position and we reached out, we had an interview over the phone and that was really great for my first year. And then it was just the perfect stepping stone to move into this new position that I'm in now where I have been for a year. And I do think I'm staying here for, for a while. So just yell down the hallway and tell my boss, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I imagine myself growing within this company now, which is really awesome because it definitely takes like the first six to nine months to fully get comfortable in a position. I will say uh, my first job and now this one, it took me about six months to feel like I really had the swing of things. So now I'm finally feeling like, okay, I got this. I'm a year in, I feel comfortable. Now kind of what else can I learn? I've learned the job. Now what skills can I learn on my own to bring to the job? Yeah, definitely. I feel like that's another good point too, is like having patience. Yeah. Like, you know, even if, you know, your first job isn't exactly what you thought it would be, as long as it's like, you know, a healthy environment, just having patience and giving yourself that grace. Cause you're basically going through two really big transitions at once, like ending your education, at least for now, and then having your first like real job. So I think that's another good thing is to give yourself patience with that too. Definitely. You have this simultaneous, completely new like identity. You go from being a student to now being an employee. And then you are going through this professional change, but you're also going through all of this personal change because you're so used to the routine that you've had for if you graduate college and then even higher ed, maybe like 12, 14, 16, 20 years of education. And now you're just not doing that anymore. It's so different. So it's so important that you're taking care of yourself during that time professionally and personally, making sure that you're finding the right work-life balance. You're not stressing too much about that first job and the transition and really like being graceful and patient with yourself. Yeah. On the personal side of things, what are some things that either you have done or other people could do to kind of help uh, you know, ease that anxiety of like the initial transition on like a personal side too? Yeah. So I always say that you need to be a full, fulfilled person. Whether you were to lose your job tomorrow, you shouldn't fully define yourself by what you do. You should define yourself by who you are. So if a global pandemic were to happen and unfortunately you got laid off or something, you still need to be able to love yourself and who you are and feel fulfilled just based on like who you are as you and not who you are as a marketing manager at XYZ company. So that's really important to me, kind of making sure that you separate your work and your life in a way that allows you to still do things that make you happy outside of work. I love my job. I love to be at my job, but at the same time, I love to be home with my dog and I love to go on walks and go on bike rides and go to spin class at the gym, you know? So if everything professionally were to go away tomorrow and I had a complete career change, I would still have those little things that make me feel like me. Yeah, definitely. I think that also your whole identity as a student too, like you said, and when yeah. that like goes away, it's like, you know, scary, but also exciting to find out like who you really are just as a person too. Totally. Yeah. Well, before we close things out, I'll give you the final word if there's anything that you want to add um, or say. The floor is yours. I think that just to wrap it up, it is a very 
trying time <laughs> transitioning <laughs> from college to career. And it's confusing and a period of self-reflection and self-discovery. And it can be very easy to get caught up in all of that anxiety of trying to compare yourself to other people. And then especially like I had this experience in my first job thinking like, wow, I probably don't even deserve to be here. Like, what did I do to get this job? A lot of imposter syndrome came with it. So just like really making sure that you're taking the time for yourself during the transition and not putting all of your mental eggs into one basket of work and allowing yourself to really like reflect as you're going through it because it happens so quickly and it's all very fast and confusing. So allowing yourself the time to really like choose your attitude and reflect as things are happening, journal, tell people about what's going on with you, like all of that stuff is going to be so helpful during that period. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, thank you so much for coming on here today and speaking about this. I know that I found this really helpful. I'm sure a lot of the other people who are graduating very soon are going to find this very helpful. Um, And thank you so much for all the insight you provided today. Yeah, of course. And if anybody ever wanted to connect with me on LinkedIn, uh, my full name, Kayla Vaught, Sports and Entertainment Marketing Manager with the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. And you can totally reach out. I am happy to have coffee chat, a Zoom, phone call, anything. Well, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Career Chat. Make sure to follow the DeSales Career Development Center on Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat to keep up with all the wonderful things happening, including this podcast. I look forward to seeing you in the Career Center.